Good Monday morning, listeners. It is Adrian Swanson and Jesse Roy. Hey, hey, ladies. All right. We know in our audience, we have a ton of women who are in direct sales. And Adrian and I, well, Adrian is currently in direct sales. I used to be in direct sales. And we both had visions of getting on our company's stage. And so since we've had those visions and dreams, we know you have had those visions and dreams. And you might be sitting there right now with the goal, dream of getting on your company stage, getting some kind of recognition, sales, recruiting, earning a trip, earning a car, whatever it might be. So we thought it would be really important to establish the distinction between wanting to get on stage and committing to get on stage. It's a big difference. (laughs) (laughs) Huge amongo. And we feel like the majority of our audience and participants in our Facebook group are in the wanting phase. And you might be able to know this is you because you're not there yet. (laughs) (laughs) And wanting is, in my opinion, like a very cerebral act. Like it just is doing a lot of thinking about it and wishing about it and hoping about it. And we know wishing and hoping do not getting get you anywhere. When you are in the state of wishing and hoping, you're actually like sitting there just kind of waiting for something to happen. Like you're waiting for something to show up. And commitment is actually where you have the connection between the desire in your head and the feeling in your body. And so for me, when I feel committed to a goal, I feel completely like rock solid in my chest. It goes down through my abdomen and even like down through my feet where I like feel securely grounded in the floor. And when I'm in that space of commitment, I know that the actions I take will lead me to actually achieving my goal. Exactly. I totally know what you're talking about. And I hope you guys are listening because it's a big difference. It really is. Like, um, I remember when I started direct sales, Jesse and I were talking about this because she had a similar experience and I was sitting there seeing somebody on stage and I just felt like, oh, that can't be me. So there was, I wish, and I hope, but there was no feeling and or action taken by me for a while. (laughs) And so I then committed and since then have had lots of this, like that experience that Jesse's talking about. I've learned when I'm committed and when I'm hoping or wanting, because when my body believes my actions just happen. And so for instance, like I have a huge trip that my um, owner of my company um, gives her vacation home in Texas uh, to certain earners. You have to earn it. And my son wanted this so badly because we had gone once before 
And he was like, I just really want to go back. Like, I think we had so much fun and it's a great family trip. And so I had this vision in my head of us getting there, right? Like I could see our family together. And so I truly committed. And again, like Jesse said, I feel the same way when I commit, I kind of, my shoulders go back, my chest goes out and my body gets centered. Okay. So that's how I know when I'm committed, I can feel it through my stomach. Like she said, I feel powerful and I feel ready. So when there were the times that, uh, I had a moment, right. (laughs) Where the sales weren't going the way they were supposed to, or my sponsoring wasn't right where it needed to be. I could just feel that feel, make, you know, kind of have my body feel that feeling and picture AJ's face. And so when I was down or crying or frustrated or any of those things that what was going on, when I did that, all of a sudden I could get back into that headspace of I'm doing this, not, I want this, not, I hope to get this, but I'm doing this was exactly how my body and my mind felt. And so it's a big difference. And when you start feeling it, you're going to understand the difference. And even when you're in it, there's going to be times, like I said, that you go, Oh no, you know, you want to just walk away. But I promise you, if you can feel that feeling and know that feeling, you can also make that feeling happen as you're doing it. Like go back to that. Like, I remember when I committed and I'm committing again, that's why they say recommitments, right? Jesse, we need to recommit sometimes. Yep. Absolutely. And so, um, you know, I hope that you guys can start feeling that between the difference of the hope and the commitment. Yeah, because that will be, you know, a game changer for you. And, um, you know, we've seen this attitude of just wanting, like in our Facebook community, you know, we ask our community, you know, what they want their future to look like. And when they mentioned it, you know, it was like some of them wanted to move to a different state. Some of them wanted to take their husbands on vacations, but it was, it was a someday. It's like, oh, when I retire, oh, when the money's right. Well, those things aren't going to happen unless you fully commit because they're waiting for something outside of them to be right. It's kind of like thinking about having a baby. Like, I know a lot of people, they're like, oh, it's not the right time. I don't have, you know, I don't have enough money. I don't have a big enough house or, you know. All all those things. I remember thinking all those things. Like, (laughs) should we have a baby? We don't know that we have enough money or, you know, all the things. Yes. Yeah. So you can't like, and most of us know we can't you know, if we're going to have a baby, you just have to commit <laughs> and you're going to have the baby and it's- or a surprise. And you learn to commit because you're going to yeah, have a baby. Those things happen too. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> but, but nothing is going to be perfect for you to have your goal to actually be on that stage. And one act of helping with that commitment is to actually like set goals for yourself, like break down all the, like whatever you're working for, the prize that you want to get so you can get on stage, like work backwards. Give yourself solid dates of when you need to meet like your recruiting goal or your sales goal. 
and then see what happens. Because my guess is your body's going to have a little bit of freak out when you start putting dates. <laughs> but that is okay because you're asking your brain to do something that it's never done before. You're starting to get serious and increase your level of commitment. Your brain is naturally going to give you some yucky feelings on the inside. Because your brain likes when you just sit there on easy street going, maybe someday, I hope, I wish. That's easy, right? Like you can just sit there and ease and your brain loves that because you're not growing, you're not pushing yourself, you're just daydreaming. (laughs) Yeah, you're just still sitting in the chairs watching everyone else walk across stage. And I feel I've seen this a couple of times. Um, you know, even on my team where you commit in the beginning. And then as those roadblocks come, like I talked about, where like, maybe your numbers aren't quite right. Like, you know, like you said, Jesse, I always say, break it down because when you go month to month, if you can just focus on what you need to do each month, it makes it a lot easier to obtain than looking at the big goal. If it takes you a year to earn it or whatever. Um, But like when they have a month or two where it's not quite right, like their numbers are lower again, it's easy for your brain to go, okay, maybe next year then. Right. Like, because why easy, right? Like, of course your brain's going to go, oh, thank God. She's not working for that anymore. Like I was freaking, you know, we were doing a lot of work there and I don't know that we want to be that outside our comfort zone. Right. <laughs> Cause again, your brain wants you to stay in happy, easy town. So mm-hmm. it is hard because you have to recognize your brain doing that. Like you have to see that your brain is going to do this to you every time, every time. So like, no matter what it is, but especially when you have a goal, your brain is going to freak out. <laughs> And as you get close, it's going to give you every excuse of why you can't do it. Right. It's just, and you're going to either accept those or you're going to go, no, I can see AJ's face at sunset river. And PS, you guys, I just got back and it was amazing. And we had the best family vacation and his face was exactly what even more than I wanted it to be. So having that vision in my head, like it was what kept me going. It's when that got hard, I could say. So whether it's that feeling of walking across the stage or going on that trip or, you know, getting your team to that level so you can watch your team soar, whatever it is that you want to feel, you need to feel that right now. You need to feel that excitement and feel that joy and that um, pride, right? Jesse, pride. She loves that word now. I do <laughs> so any goal you're working on, whatever that end result is, you need to know how to feel that now. And that is how you're going to get there. And so, cause then when your brain goes, oh yeah, right. Adrian, you're not going to get that trip. I mean, I know you want it for your son, but you didn't do this, this, or this, or you are this far away or whatever. I could stop and go, oh, I am going to, so you can keep spouting your nonsense, but I'm going to go make those calls and I'm going to go do that thing. That's going to get me there. So shush. (laughs) 
And what I just love and want to point out again is like what kept Adrian committed to that goal was the vision of her son's face in her head. So she had like she could see AJ's, you know, big smile, proudness, whatever it was on his face, like in her mind's eye. And whenever it got hard, she just turned back to that. And so she had this created this vision in her head. And then she actually got to see that in reality. And when we just kind of like focus on that vision that we have on the in our mind and go to work from that place of like that commitment and that vision that you see, then everything else just falls into place. And then she actually got to see AJ's face. And when we don't focus on the how, then our end result is usually better. So I think probably when you saw AJ's face down there, it was even better. Oh my gosh. And the multiple, like, I mean, I have multiple visions of like different moments of like just our family together and the, you know, he's 14. Like, of course, you know, they're a little, I don't want to be around like the joy and the fun we had together. Like I can't even explain. So it was so worth all those moments that I was being hard on myself and all those, all those things I had to go through. It probably wouldn't be as great if I didn't go through them. So also recognize that when you're having, you know, it's all those drawings of the ups and downs is the line to success, not a straight line. If you don't understand that those downs are part of it and don't give up through those downs, that it will be when you change, when you can recognize that that is part of what's going to make it so worth it. Those moments of tears and frustration are why that moment was 20 million times better because I rode those waves and I stuck through it. So again, that pride comes in of like, Hey, I could have given up right at any point easily. I could have done what millions of people do all the time, give up on their goal, but I just kept going. And I just said, all right, tears, you cry. Now let's move on. We're keep, we're trucking. We're going to keep trucking. So (laughs) just make sure, you know, that's all part of what makes it so wonderful when you hit that goal, that all those feelings will feel twice as good. Yes. And so what vision can you create for yourself with you getting on stage? Have you picked out your gown or outfit that you're going to wear? Like, go ahead and buy that outfit. hanging in your office so that whenever you sit down to make your phone calls or do your work, you see that outfit hanging. You know, Adrian dreams of being confetti. So she can like have that vision in her head. And whenever it gets difficult, pull that back up. You know, can you see yourself on stage, like receiving your crown, receiving your sash, receiving your flowers, whatever it is that your company does for you in your celebrations, like tap into every one of your senses, like the more senses you get involved, the greater like your commitment can be as well. And a lot of times, like with the trip, Um, I did this for a few of the girls that were working on it. I found a picture of people on the beach, like in their swimsuits. And I superimposed our faces on their faces because I was like, I want you to like, see it. Like Jesse said, in every way. So whether you need to do that or you need to 
you know, put the gown up or buy the swimsuit or buy this cute beach hat you've always wanted or whatever it is, um, whatever you're looking for, have that in front of you because the more you can, like she said, tap into it with every single sense you have, the, the more your brain goes, oh, this is going to happen. Okay. I got it now. This is what we want. Yeah. And we're going to commit to it. See that? Absolutely. That's what you, <laughs> that is the key people. So when you're thinking of yourself committing to being on stage, you have to find the sentence in your brain that allows you to feel that commitment because commitment is a feeling. It's a sensation in our body and it's going to feel different to you than it does to Adrian and me. So you just kind of have to play around with what thought you can carry around with you that leads to your commitment. So ladies, how many of you are now going to decide to commit to getting on your stage? We'd love for you to come share. Just raise a hand emoji underneath this podcast so that we can root you on. And if you are loving what we are doing here on the podcast, only if you're loving this, <laughs> please leave us a review. We'll see you next Monday, everybody.